because your phone is changing you. Hopefully you are excited, as excited as I am about this session. And over the next 12 weeks, 12 sessions, we're gonna look at several ways that our phones are changing us. To start out, I wanna ask a simple question. What is technology? That question of what is technology? I think many of us can think of something that plugs in, some electronics, some digital something or other. Um, I want you to just kind of think in your mind, what is the definition or, or a thought you have when you think of technology? And as we think about that, what are some good ways that technology can be used? So if you think about technology and, and good ways, right, we think about all the, the, the things in healthcare, how people's lives are being saved by devices, um, how we're able to detect certain cancers and do certain screenings. That's all technology being used in a good way. What about harmful ways? What are some harmful ways technology can be used? Well, um, for as many things that we can do good with technology, people can find ways to do bad and do evil things with that same tech just as well. So as we get our minds kind of wrapped around the idea of technology tonight, I want us to think about our phones. And I want us to get in this mindset and kind of shift into this idea of, of our phones and technology and, and good and bad and all the ways that we use it. What would you say is the number one reason you look at your phone? I think for me, um, you know, I, I would say text messages, communications, but then outside of the phone stuff, you know, calls and, and texts, I, I would say social media. I'm a big Twitter guy. I love looking at Twitter. I love looking at um, sports news and, and articles and jokes and all those things. That's probably the biggest thing for me. So the, num the, the first thing we're going to look at, and if you've got your sheet and want to fill in the blanks, um, the point tonight is we are addicted to distractions. So whether you have a smartphone or a dumb phone or no phone of all at all, you can't escape a life of distractions. A distraction-free life is impossible. And to prove that point, think about what it was like before we had cell phones. Many of us kind of are in that age where cell phones started um, and, and around, you know, we were younger and we've experienced life before cell phones and now we're fully integrated and, and we know what life is like now. Think about before cell phones, before that little technology everybody had in their pocket, we could be just as distracted then as we are now because a distraction-free life is impossible. Let's look at some things and, and some ungodly ways that we use technology to distract us. We use digital distractions, that's the blank there, digital distractions to keep us from work. We use digital distractions to keep us from work. Facebook is the most popular social media app with almost 3 billion users who on average visit the app 14 times per day. But it doesn't have to be Facebook, okay? We can use social media, games, or any tech as an escape from our work deadlines. We can use it as an escape from tough conversations that we need to have, chores that we need to do, school projects that we need to work on. These distractions can pull us away from those things, more than just Facebook. But check this out, in total, the average person, okay, so this is all age demographics, the average person spends two hours and 22 minutes on social media every day. Two hours and 22 minutes, that's the average person. 
Now let's look at this, 16 to 24 year olds, okay, so teens and, and young adults spend almost double that. Their, their average time per day on social media sites is four hours per day. That is a huge chunk of time to devote to something so meaningless. So when life and work become demanding, we crave something else, anything else. And I think many of us are guilty at just mindlessly reaching into our pockets and tapping that button just to see what's happening. We use these digital distractions to keep us from things we need to do, to keep us from work. The second thing there is we use digital distractions to keep people away. See, God has called us to love our neighbors, but instead we turn to our phones. We send messages that we'd rather be somewhere else. How many of us in a class or a meeting or at dinner have our phones out? How many conversations do we have and, and, and we're reaching for our phone and looking down at our phones? Think about it this way. Imagine if you're out to dinner with a friend. If the phone's put away, what's the perception there? It's that you're completely engaged in the conversation. Now, if the phone is on the table or in sight, you're engaged for the moment, but if something better comes along, like a ping or notification, you may need to check out your phone. And then worst of all, if your phone's in your hand, you project an open dismissiveness to the people around you. You are not interested at all in that conversation. See, retreating to our phones shows our disdain for complex situations and boring people. We may not realize that we are airing a sense of superiority to others, but our body language is saying that our time, our notifications, our phones are more important than the other person. We use digital distractions to keep people away. The third thing, we use digital distractions to keep thoughts of eternity away. And this is where it gets a little deep, right? But we use our apps and our games and our social media as an escape from our truest, rawest, most honest self-perceptions. Our phones kind of become an escape from what God has called us to do. We distance ourselves from godly hopes and pleasures and desires. Instead, we go searching for something better with our technology. Many times in our day when we could be meditating on God's Word, we could be reflecting, we could be convicted. Instead, we're jumping on an app and playing a game or scrolling or clicking or tapping. We're doing anything other than what we could be doing. See, our minds begin to think about spiritual things and our technology, our phones and our pockets often are a tool that Satan uses to pull us out of those thoughts and to keep us from thinking through those things. So let's look at a biblical example in Mark chapter 4. Jesus is surrounded by a crowd, and he's about to tell them the parable of the sower and the seed. And if you look at this, this is, this is interesting. He starts verse 3 with a word. He says, listen. Okay, so imagine this is a big crowd. There's a lot of distractions, a lot of side conversations. There's kind of some, some noise happening, maybe kids. And Jesus says, listen. He wants to get them to focus and pay attention. Now, obviously, in the Bible times, nobody was on their phones. They didn't have to put them away. But there were all sorts of things that they were distracted by. And Jesus starts out by saying, listen. Later on, Jesus is with his disciples. And, and the disciples are asking him, what do all these parables mean? 
And in, in Mark chapter 4, verse 23 and 24, he says, If anybody has ears to hear, let him hear. And then he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear. Multiple times in this chapter, Jesus has to remind people to listen, to pay attention. And they didn't even have phones. <laughs> it's so important when those spiritual conversations happen that we lean in, we get on the edge of our seat, and we hear what we need to hear. For our grandparents, it was probably television, okay? Think about a time before DVR or streaming, you know, maybe having to plan your life around a TV show. There have been distractions since the beginning of time, and there always will be distractions. Satan will use whatever he can to keep us from hearing God's Word. Satan will use whatever he can to keep us from having those moments, those times where the Holy Spirit gets our attention and we hear from the Word what we're supposed to hear. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it's a really familiar passage. It says, Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Another Bible version says it like this. It says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. So the change for our session tonight, unchecked distractions blind our souls from God. They close off communication. They close off communion with God. And they mute the urgency of God. The more distracted we are digitally, the more displaced we become spiritually. See, we check our smartphones 81,500 times every year. The statistics say about every 4.3 minutes of our waking lives, we're interacting with our phones. Although we don't like to admit it, our digital distractions are more like addictions. The key is to move from being distracted on purpose to being less and less distracted with an eternal purpose. So each week we're going to talk through these things. We'll have some blanks to fill in. The, the, the change is going to be kind of the big idea. And then we're going to have a 12 ways tip. So the 12 ways your phone is changing, that's the name of our study. And we've included a 12 ways tip in each one of these sessions. And so your tip is, is sometimes a tip, sometimes a challenge. Tonight it's a challenge. We want you to commit to some phone-free time this week. Okay, so set aside some time, whether it be a, a, a day of the week, whether it be specific hours of every day, whether it be a weekend, something. I want you to commit to some time in your week that I'm going to put my phone away and I'm going to interact with the people around me. I'm going to interact with the word as I'm reading scripture. I'm going to, I'm going to interact with my work or job or my boss in a different way, something. But challenge yourself this week. Find some time to go phone free for an hour, two hours, 30 minutes, whatever you can do, and just let that time resonate in your life and see the difference it can make. Have a great week.